Hello, everyone. Welcome to Harmonic Heart. We're a music blog dedicated to showcasing musicians' stories and talent. I'm your host, Chris Millette. I'm very excited. <laughs> you know, today we have Tulane Kachingwe, otherwise known as Quiet Child, on to share his musical journey and talk about his debut album, Cloud Nine. So welcome, man. Hey, what's up, man? Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Chris, having me and everything, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I appreciate you. Quiet Child is a singer and producer from Los Angeles. The younger brother of pop star recording artist Tinashe, Quiet Child has musicality in his blood. He produces and records each record himself using Ableton Live. Inspired by artists like Kid Cudi, Kay Trinata, and Drake, he's created a sound that's familiar yet futuristic. Over the past two years, he's released joint mixtapes including Lifestyle, Midnight EP, and Backyard Mixtape, which can all be found on all streaming platforms. He previously opened for Daniel Caesar at San Diego State University's Cal Coast Theater and frequently DJed bars and local shows while attending college. In 2019, Quiet Child toured with Tinashe during her time in Tokyo, Beijing, and Shanghai. In 2020, he released his self-produced debut album as a solo artist, Cloud9. Yeah, so I'm excited to have you on and, and chop it up and you know get, get some behind the scenes and everything. Of course, man. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, I think, you know, an uh, interesting place to start would be, you know, what were some of your musical influences growing up in your household? Like, what were you, your parents listening to? Yeah, man, of course. Dude. I, my parents loved listening to, you know, like, R&B, mm. like, late 90s, 80s R&B, a lot of, like, mm. the bars. Ooh, you know, yes. From, like, you know, Earth, Wind & Fire to, right. to Joe. Mm, like, bro, mm. listen, like Michael Jackson was probably like our, the number one person we listened to growing yeah. up, like nonstop mm -hmm. watching his music videos. Yeah. Him and Janet Jackson, like just listening to their projects, mm, seeing mm -hmm. them dance on stage just got us inspired to like be that, like the right. best at the craft, like mm, creating mm. dance moves never seen before mm. or like just hitting notes nobody's ever heard before. Like, so yeah. a lot of those artists really got us into the groove of like. Mm, mm. So some really good like inspiring melodies of like singing dancing performing in that sense too so um yeah that makes a lot of sense you know um just all that excellent soulful music and you know going for you know the heights like excellence and yeah i mean listening to cloud nine you know and you're you hitting those various melodies man so thank yeah you. man <laughs> thank you thank you Oh, yeah. And then, um, you know, again, congrats on the Delilah video that just dropped. <laughs> yes. Yes. She just yeah. dropped that yesterday. So wanted to kind of, you know, bring a new breath into the project, you know, it being like a month and a half at least. And so just wanted to emphasize that song, you know, give it its own shine, you know, mm -hmm. give her its own, her own moment. Mm -hmm. um, this song is really good. And we wanted to make the video really good, too. All right. Um, we couldn't make it a part of the whole film because we didn't mm. have to film it in time, but we wanted mm -hmm. to give it a step back and like release it when it was ready. So um, mm. it's perfect. Nice. Yeah, it's dope. And, you know, you can tell that both of you have, you know, fun working together. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Every time. <laughs> Every time. And you mentioned just Michael Jackson and Janet and, you know, I saw she mentioned like they were, you know, some of the inspiration for that video. So Yeah, bro, the, the, the screen video. Um, was our, like one of the original ideas we had for that. Like this, mm. you know, brother, sister vibe, both matching, like black outfits, really just niche look. 
Mm. Um, and us filling up the room with just our look and with the music. So mm. um, they're always going to be the top of the list for our musical inspirations when mm. it comes to their creative direction or their musicality. Mm -hmm. They're so edgy in this in general. Like, mm. it's, it's a lot of that. Man, the excellence. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> I watched your interview with, you know, your homies over at 24 Frames. So, you know, shout yes. out to them. <laughs> yeah, shout out to friends at 24 Frames for sure. Mm. Yeah, that was a great interview. You know, from there, I learned you went to San Diego State, you know, where you started DJing and making beats in your dorm. So, yes. yeah, can you tell us about that time in your life DJing and first starting to make music? Dude, it was really fun. I mean, going into college, I always had like a goal of like, I wanted to be like just like the DJ, like the guy who... Mm. So I was playing at the bars or the guys always playing at the parties. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, I made my own beats just for fun, just out of like pure this hobby. You just wanted to get into it. Like sophomore, junior year, started to do it a lot more, make mm -hmm. my own beats, mm -hmm. DJ at all these events. And then it came to a point where I just made my own music, started making songs that I sang on, mm -hmm. um, releasing it on SoundCloud. It's kind of testing the waters since... Mm -hmm. I felt like college was a really experimental time for me, mm -hmm. um, just being away from family, just being on my own. So right. um, it was fun, man. It was fun. Got got to go to a lot of, of the the coolest little venues in San Diego, you know, mm -hmm. performing at anywhere from Flux to Firehouse to um, Gri uh, Griffins, you know, mm -hmm. all the way to McFadden's, like a lot mm -hmm. of different places in San Diego that mm -hmm. we were able to hit up. So I'm very blessed about that. Very blessed about those opportunities. Um, DJ Kava Lounge, um, a good amount. Cal Coast Open Air Theater. Um, mm -hmm. So it was it was a fun time. I like just kind of getting to know what I can do on the musicality and things like as a DJ or as a beat maker. College is really an eye opening experience for me. It was really mm. cool. Yeah, on the 24 Frames interview, it was also dope to see just like the big crowds you're performing for as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah, man. This insane crowds. Like my senior year was able to perform for Daniel Caesar. I won the, the Battle of the Bands contest. Oh, wow. Congrats. Um, it was like it's one contest every year that the any student artist can pretty much perform. Mm -hmm. And it's a battle against other artists. And the winner performs at the biggest concert of the year. And wow. it's called Green Fest. And it was always my goal to perform at this. And my wow. senior year, I won the contest. Wow. And I opened for Daniel Caesar and Cashmere Cat. So oh, um, <laughs> that was easily the biggest, the biggest like crowd I had as a quiet child artist. Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, just like, going on tour with my sister, um, yeah. being in front of thousands of people. Well, um, yeah, what was that like? Shows man? or at her yeah. festivals, mm, it's mm. it's overwhelming, but at the same time, like it feels right because they're all like expecting something out of you on stage. Mm, so like mm. you're just in that element, having to provide because like you kind of get lost, kind of like black out from that like fear mm, because mm. when I'm a concert goer, I'm in, I'm expecting something from the person on stage, and like right. you don't really think of it on the other end, and mm -hmm. so. When I was on the other end, I was just like, you know what? I can't be up here picking my nose. I can't be up <laughs> here, like, not saying anything, just yelling out gibberish stuff. Mm -hmm. I have to mm -hmm. be cognizant of, like, mm -hmm. what I'm saying, know yeah. what I'm saying, and, like, right. I guess speak 
clearly so people can hear me in the back, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of different small things I had to learn, you know, mm. in front of big crowds. But um, man, I can't wait to be able to do that again. For right, sure. man, that's incredible. It sounds like you really were feeding off of the energy, you know, of the audience. Always, man, always. Mm. And it was like my <laughs> job on that tour, on Tinashe's tour in Asia, to be the hype man. Like I came out halfway through the show. Mm. and just DJed for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. and just hyped the crowd up and like hey. just played, played, you know, the bangers at the time, mm. a couple uh, classic joints. And nice. then <laughs> the crowd was so energized that she came out and did like the last like six or seven songs and they were just like, cool, cool, cool. So definitely felt the energy of the crowd and brought it up. Mm. And so that's all, that's, it's an, it's an unparalleled feeling, you know, getting mm. that response from people going to see you perform it's mm. it's pretty special man it sounds like you know y'all had the perfect you know alley-oop going you know yeah <laughs> it was perfect man honestly gotta do it um, again <laughs> yeah what was your experience like balancing school and doing music like that you're having such huge music experiences Dude, it was it was cool because like when i was able to go on tour mm-hmm. it was at times where i was like on break or i just had the opportunity where like I realized life is only going to give you a certain amount of opportunities mm-hmm. and you have to really take advantage of those sometimes. Like yes. whether it mean missing some time or like sacrificing money or like mm. sacrificing certain things that are daily things that you can do on a daily basis. Like mm-hmm. you can't take away opportunities. So like it's, it's, it's something that I definitely like take your, take to heart like you got to just take advantage of what's given to you right in front of you Mm, that's inspiring you mentioned that you were on logic and then you switched to ableton so what about ableton took your production to the next level dude just like the simplicity of it like the user ability Mm -hmm. of ableton really expanded my creativity Mm-hmm. Um, I learned just how to do a lot of like basic production things that I never really got into on Logic, like mm-hmm. basic things like EQ or mm-hmm. compression or mm-hmm. just like panning, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just like specific mm-hmm. production things that you that, that are good to know, just producing beats. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned all that in college, like at, yeah. at San Diego State, taking a class, taking a course. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know this course was available until... Um, I ran into a couple of really awesome people who mm-hmm. were in this organization, Acid Music Group. They pointed me in the right direction. That hey, there's a class you can literally learn how to make music. Like mm. the homework every week was make a beat a week. Oh, so okay. it was literally just like, yo, just get better at making music. Mm. And mm. had a couple of friends in there, you know, who had some, you know, plugins with the Ableton. Uh. I gave it my computer five minutes later. They gave it mm. to me back. Ableton's on there. Oh. Um, <laughs> learned from chris warren dr chris warren and i just took it to the whole next level never look back i go on logic sometimes and like i don't even know how to use it anymore just because i've been like super deep into this other program so Mm -hmm. it's been it's been a blessing um yeah that sounds like a great resource Mm -hmm. Um, how would you describe your production process i mean it's pretty like spontaneous it doesn't really like come super strictly like some days i'll literally just be like sitting down and think of a melody watching tv and then 
say in a voice memo real quick so i remember what it is right and open the program and find like a keyboard and just write down that note sometimes i will just be driving around and hear a song that i really like that inspires me and like Mm -hmm. i'll go home and kind of make a song that is on that same vibe Mm -hmm. um sometimes i'll write lyrics and then from the lyrics i'll go into ableton and start making a beat from that so it's kind of kind of depends on that it's just all about what the feeling right then and there Um, right fluctuates dude definitely fluctuates Mm -hmm. so it's um it's it's very easy going i don't really try to think too much about it sometimes i'll be with friends and we'll be just having a great time and start making a beat from us just hanging out Mm -hmm. sometimes i like making beats strictly by myself um goes hand in hand like it's kind of kind of fluctuates right it varies it it flows yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you previously put out collaborative projects how'd you decide this was time for your debut solo album just a handful of things man like moving back home with my parents like being on my own Mm -hmm. versus being like in college with around friends Mm -hmm. it's a different environment maybe to kind of like focus on my own stuff for a while Mm -hmm. and then the virus kind of hit and then I was really home for a while not really being in a relationship anymore not seeing my friends a lot um I felt like this is the perfect time to really dive into my home give myself the time I, I needed um because mm-hmm. I can really I, I had a lot of time to invest in myself the past year and so mm-hmm. I took advantage of that and thought this is the time I want to really like take this seriously as an artist mm-hmm. have this be like my first official project mm-hmm. and then just have the the doors be open from there like mm. just keep going keep going keep going so now right. already working on project number two Dang. um hopefully releasing like next month honestly like mm. maybe oh, wow. in two months <laughs> so um i'm really excited for it man it just kind of was the perfect silver lining to let the floodgates open and really mm. get on that one artist yeah it seems like yeah exactly as you're saying just different elements in, in your life coming together um yeah, Clout Nine, it's a personal project and each song is a vibe and you've kind of already started talking about this. You know, one thing I'm curious to hear from artists is their motivation to create and express. So what would you say drives your creativity? Dude, a handful of things, man. Like obviously just like romance, like just romance is a big driver, driver of like my emotional creativity. Like a lot of the songs on the project had to do with a past relationship and like getting out of it, being in it. Um, and then also just like my life at the time, I'll, I'll write just about what I'm doing with my family and my friends. Like they get a lot of motivation just from my friends and from the people who are around me. Mm-hmm. That's mainly what most of my motivation comes from is from my relationships. And so mm-hmm. that's where it really stemmed from. Um, mm-hmm. a, lot of the, a lot of the creative process of it really stemmed from that. Man, that's meaningful. Um, yeah, when I was, you know, listening to Cloud9, I was like, man, you know, some of these sound like driving in LA at night, um, you know, and, you know, Cloud9, you know, also the cover has a picture, you know, of your head in the clouds. And I, as I was listening to other songs, I felt like there were like earthy elements or like natural elements, like maybe with the bass, like some soil or earth and then like mm-hmm. the sky, like the sky at night, sky during the day, um, the moon. And then, you know, even in the film, I saw you were, you know, recording or filming in nature. So I was curious if there's like a relationship between the music and nature. 
Oh, big time, man. Big time. Like I'm a I'm a huge like I'm a huge earth guy. Like I really try to listen to the signs that earth give me where they're like that would be when I was living at the beach. Mm. I would go into the ocean and just like take the energy it was giving me from the waves. Or I'm a I'm a huge moon guy as well. Like whenever the moon is full, um, I just try to take advantage of like the energy it's giving me. Uh, the sun, just like being able to be outside a lot has made me appreciate the earth a lot. And so um, the elements of the album are very about that, about like the time of day it is. Like early in the morning, kind of on a smooth joint or like at night, like you said, driving in the car. Mm-hmm. on like a ride the wave energy just like right. heavy face you know or mm-hmm. like you said like i was scared where i'm literally like in a pond in the, mm-hmm. or like in All a right. river yeah yeah in the middle mm-hmm. of a forest and so mm-hmm. i wanted to incorporate that that outside concept and the earthy concept in the project where it mm-hmm. feels like actual elements when you're listening to it or looking at the cover it looks very like you said, like like grounded in a, mm-hmm. in a sense, and so mm-hmm. that's what I really wanted from that to be like super, like you know, during the day, at night, all types of just energy from the sun, from from the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate man, that. Sick. Um, Cloud Nine flows well sonically and conceptually. What was your process of arranging the tracklist? It honestly came pretty like. That, that too was pretty spontaneous. I made a lot of different songs mm-hmm. and I, I just kind of organized it in a sense where I wanted it to start with like, you know, I'm, I'm a big like introduction to songs person and how to like an outro. So a lot of them mm-hmm. will build up and kind of build down. That doesn't mm-hmm. kind of just start right away. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't necessarily. So the first song kind of naturally was like the introduction song I wanted to do. And then a few of the songs I created back to back to back on the same Ableton project. Mm, and mm. so they naturally flowed from song to song to song because oh. I made the beat like layering it over the next one. And so mm. um, it was like it'd be a scared to the moon and then my turn are all created in the same project. Oh. And so... Mm. Those three all went back to back to back. And then I wanted to put the two Tanashi songs next to each other. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gave a nice little foundation right there. And then Thief ended up being this a perfect ending song because it's a nice little smooth joint. And then it has a right. breakdown at the end too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it came pretty naturally. It came pretty naturally to me. Same with the same with the title of it. It just was like, mm-hmm. I let the music speak for itself. And then eventually mm-hmm. the tracklist came. And the title okay. came and the cover came. So I see. Yeah, do you want to... Um, tell us about the the title or do you want us to kind of have our own interpretation i mean honestly like i had all the songs finished and it, the, the whole album was done and then one of my friends just like texted me he's like yo like cloud nine and i'm like mm. that's perfect wow for yeah, many reasons for the fact that like it, yeah. there was nine songs on the album mm. um the energy really felt like cloud nine like you know happiness kind of blissfully blissfulliness mm. Right, Let, yeah. letting free a first mm-hmm. you know giving mm-hmm. um and then on top of that like nine of my favorite number two so it was kind of perfect oh. it was kind mm. of perfect and then from there like yeah the music was already finished and so from there oh. i just mm-hmm. kind of went and took a had like a cover cover photo shoot mm-hmm. that's where i got the cover from it and mm-hmm. um 
turned out to just hit perfectly. Mm, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the songs "To the Moon" and the Crave interlude have this concept of "Take It to the Moon," and I love that. Um, what can you tell us about that concept? Dude, I'm huge on that concept, man. I'm like, a, I'm I'm huge on just like manifestation and just mm. like aiming for the stars you know just never stopping like the fact that you can really achieve anything you want if you really try to do it and so it kind of it, it's reassuring when people like you know people like you or just like random people will hit me up and just appreciate the music because it'll show that okay i'm doing something right like i had a goal to just like release music and the fact that a few people are vibrating from it Mm-hmm. that means you gotta just keep going like, there's, there's no stop there's no yeah, game so as a, like i said like a moon watcher i'm always just aiming for that like well, how can i just keep going just keep mm-hmm. going like, mm-hmm. there is no peak yet like there's mm-hmm. no why not the, the the world is in our hands pretty much mm-hmm. and so like i feel like if somebody wants to do something they really can and so the whole to the moon is like i'm gonna really just take everything up like if you want to come with me i will take you up to the moon like with well there's, there's there's no stopping anything there's no limits to this mm. life thing there's no limits oh man yeah no i really love that that's you know motivating and inspiring Ooh, and you got me you know ready to to go out and start running or something <laughs> <laughs> you <Right>. know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i also noticed you know the project has clean mixes on it too man you know i don't know if you know if you mixed it or if you had you know other people you know yeah so um a lot of the songs i kind of i kind of put there and they sounded great but my man ike schultz really gave me the, the cleanup with the, the mixing mm, he mixed mm, the whole thing mm. made it sound as key as it could be just on the professional mm. level i wanted to not cut any corners i'm not mm. the the greatest at mastering and he mm. definitely is he has like the most credentials out of anybody i know so mm. um went to my good friend ike schultz and he made it sound amazing uh, so wow. Shout out to the man, Ike Sauce. Okay. <laughs> Smooth. Man, um, so, you know, you're quiet. You're a quiet child, middle child. You know, I'm a reserved, introverted, only child, you know. Okay, <laughs> I think <it's>, okay. <laughs> I think it's interesting. Your music is chill and vibey, but there's a confidence in your music. And you show in your videos, you know, how you can get lit. So, you know, tell me about that dichotomy. Dude, I mean, being a middle child is an interesting place because, like, I got to be responsible for the younger brother, but also look up to my older sister who like, obviously when I was growing up, got into a lot of things before I could at a, at a young age. And so um, I've always loved like the turn up. I've always loved just energy, you know, having fun, partying, dancing, not being afraid to be the only one on the dance floor, not being afraid to release anything you want, just being artistic. Like I'm all about the confidence of like you can do it mm. and so i got that from my parents from my older sister mm. i look up to to all of them and so also want to give that to my younger brother too look up mm. to him too and also want to have him look up to us and so i mm. love the concept of you know i can be reserved for sure i can be quiet in a sense mm. where mm. i don't have to really be going out a lot i can mm. chill at home for a while or not really post a lot not really say too much not really cross the line if i don't have to but you know if i'm if i'm passionate about something if i'm having a good time like nothing's holding me back at all i'm i'm not shy mm-hmm. i'm not shy about anything so man nice yeah i feel like 
for me being an only child, um, that helped me, like, if I want to do something, then I'm gonna just do it. Like, I don't need to wait on, you know, anybody, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Another thing, another thing I thought was interesting while listening to the project is that Tinashe fits right into the sound of your album. Like, she, you know, her presence didn't feel forced. That's always how it is, man. When we're working together, like it always feels pretty natural. Like mm -hmm. feel like growing up in the same household, listening to the same artists, mm -hmm. um, have the same sound of it in a sense where mm -hmm. I can compliment her on her songs when she asked me to come on. Mm -hmm. She is just the perfect addition to any song I create too. Mm -hmm. And so um, that definitely goes to show that we've, we've grown up in a great place where we've taken in a lot of good music, the similar music. And so when we hop in the booth together, when we're in the creative process together, it's natural. It's not forced. It's not, it's not out of whack. It's just, it's mm -hmm. feels just right. Uh, right. Um, yeah. One reason I actually became a big fan of Tinashe is, you know, the fact that she's also able to produce. Um, yeah, I'm curious how her career and journey has influenced you or, you know, some takeaways that you've gotten from her. I mean, everything, man. I look up to her as just a professional recording artist in itself, like being able to get to that feat yeah. is everything. Um, mm -hmm. It's my dream to be able to get to that point that she's in. Like, mm -hmm. I've gone to college and like I've done my thing to get, to have a job and to be able to make money. But at the end of the day, she's living the dream that like, oh man, I strive to be as well. Yeah. So like, I look up to her for everything, like her production, her independence, her, her, her drive, you know, her attention to detail as an artist. Okay. Um, I look up to all that. It's, it's important for me to have her as a role model mm -hmm. in my art because she can include me in on a lot of things that she's working on. And so it gives me a lot of insight into what needs to be done to get to that level. So uh, she is probably the biggest thing I have, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, from the outside looking, you know, in as well, you know, I just love how grounded and supportive your family is with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's everything, man. Our family's everything to us. Like, at the end of the day, like, there's, nobody's ever going to have your back as, as much as your, your family. And so right. we don't take it for granted ever. And so, like, until we don't have each other, we're probably going to be on this level. Like, there's nothing that we can't accomplish together. And so... Mm -hmm. um, the tight knitness is, is key for all of us. And so mm -hmm. um, appreciate everybody in my family. It's, it's, yeah. it's key to have all of us together. Mm -hmm. You know, and you also cite Kid Cudi, Kei Trinata, and Drake as major influences. And, you know, that absolutely comes through. Tell me about their impact on your sound. Yeah, man. I mean, just growing up with a favorite artist, like, you know, you want to be them. And so, mm -hmm. like, I'll make songs that have a lot of cutting influence on the hums or just like his melodic voice or occasion out his beat making or futuristic house electronic vibes mm -hmm. um, or just Drake's persona in a sense where he's confident to do anything he wants and can like spit bars about anything. So mm -hmm. um, those are just a few of artists, many artists that I just take inspiration from on a daily basis because, um, you know, it's, it's one thing to be creative and original and then to look up at like the people who are doing it the best. Right. It's going to be like, okay, what are they doing that I like so much? And like, mm -hmm. right. let me try to at least incorporate a little bit of that into what I'm doing. Yeah. You also made the Cloud9 film to accompany the album. So you made the story and Emmett Lynch directed the film. So how did yes. you decide to make a film showcasing each song and what was your experience creating the film? 
I mean, it was a combination of like, I brought a lot of friends over just to listen to the album at first, just to get the vibes of the, what's going on with what I'm making. And one of my friends said, hey, like, you should actually just make it. I, I envision a film with this album. Like, it's just mm-hmm. so visual when I'm listening to it that I can see it being an, an out, like a, 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 a film. And so from there, I actually am like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I have time. I have a couple of friends that I know who are filmmakers. I invited them all over, told them just like the con- the basic concept of I wanted to make a film going back to back to back, you know, ideas. It's crazy looking back on it now because the ideas seemed like big and ambitious, but at the time it seemed realistic and achievable. And looking back on it now, we really did it. It was a full 24 minute film, um, multiple different locations, different, you know, crew set up, um, camera set up. Uh, so yeah, big thanks to Emmett for sure for sticking with me through it all. Like we, mm. you know, I wanted to bring it on. I wanted to bring him on so that it was like our project. It was something that we could do together for the future. Both of our first time making a feature short film. Like we actually made a short film, and so right. it's on his portfolio forever. Mm. Um, this new music video is on his portfolio forever, mm. and so it's it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. So. I want to keep incorporating these kind of ideas with film in the music because both of us are creative in the sense where we we want to keep going and we know that this the sky's the limit. So yeah. can't wait to keep going, do more. <laughs> Man, we've covered you know so many interesting things today. Um, is there anything else that you know you feel like sharing? Hey, just look out for for new music. Um, I'm really on this electronic wave. And so mm-hmm. the next offering is going to be very on those lanes of like house electronic vibes. And so look out for that January, February hey. 2021. Sweet. That's coming soon. All right. Yeah. So, real soon. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Quiet Child, for coming on to the show and sharing with us. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me, man. It's, it's, I appreciate the the love and support. And this means, this means everything. Appreciate it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm really grateful to have you on. Awesome. Um, everyone, you know, please stream Cloud9, watch the Cloud9 film, and, you know, tell the people how they can support you and follow you. Yeah, so on Instagram, it's tulani.qc, T-H-U-L-A-N-I.qc. Um, on Twitter, it's kinkachings, K-I-N-G-K-A-C-H-I-N-G-S. And then everywhere on all streaming platforms is Quiet Child. Find me on Spotify, Apple, Tidal, SoundCloud, YouTube, Quiet Child. Uh, look out for more to come. More to come. All right, everybody, keep up with QC. <laughs>